I wanted to do an advert for Anchor. This is the app that I'm actually using to do every episode of Analogy of the Sun. It's super freaking easy. Uh, it's also free. So couldn't get any better than that. If I can use this and I'm able to like put stuff on Spotify and all that, then you definitely can. If you've ever thought of just having a podcast for fun, like what I'm doing, then I would definitely suggest that you download Anchor now and they actually will upload it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and things of that nature or those type of apps for you. Again, it's completely free. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have. Everything you need in one place to make a podcast. It is amazing. So if you've ever thought about having a podcast at all, just for fun, or possibly to add to your work or your business, then please go ahead and download Anchor today. Hi friends, it's Jenny, and thank you for listening to the Analogy of the Sun podcast. So this episode, I kind of wanted to touch on marriage. Um, I just watched Adam Preach. It is a YouTube channel. It's two YouTubers that I love, 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 love. And I've been following them for about almost two years now. And they've gotten up to over a million subscribers. They are amazing. Excuse me, my sinus is like killing me. And they just posted an episode or a video about, um, so Abba was interviewing this guy and he's been married for 21 years and he was talking about marriage. So me and my husband have been together for almost 15 and a half years which is crazy, but we've known each other, uh, for in June, it will be 22 years and I am not a marriage counselor. I'm not a therapist. I don't have a certificate. I don't have a degree. I ain't got shit, but what this man said and what I have told multiple people, marriage is hard. Marriage is work. And as someone who's been in a relationship for that long, we were, we've been together for 15 and a half years and known each other for almost 23 years. But we've been married, come September, we've been married for, we got married on 9909. So, but we were together for years, a couple years, you know, several years before that and had a child before we got married. So we have, I like to say we got two anniversaries. My husband's like, no, we got one. I'm like, no, we got two because we had a kid before we got married. So understand we got two. Here's the thing. Marriage is hard and I am not the professional in marriage. There's a little backstory on me. I got married. um, My first marriage, I was 18. Did not last very long. Uh, seven months, seven months and we separated and got a divorce and then I got married again to my oldest child's father. We were together for three years and then we got divorced and then I got with Jared, my current husband. So, um, and Adrian, my oldest son was 
two when we got divorced. Um, when I was younger, 18, you know, my two first, my first two marriages, I was ready to bail. Oh, this ain't fun no more. Or, you know, you're not treating me like I think I should be treated or whatever. You know, I was young. So when I got with Jared, it was different just because I had known Jared for so long. And when I was 16, I had, you know, we met at the same restaurant. We worked at the same restaurant. At first I was a hostess, hostess and he was a waiter. And then I became a waitress and he was still waiting. I had the biggest crush on him. Oh my God. And before I got a car, he would, he walked me home one night because I only lived like a mile away from the restaurant or whatever. And I was like infatuated. Like he was so nice, so sweet, you know. So it's like, you know, teenage crush type thing. Never thought in a million years I would have like the possibility of spending my life with this man. I mean... Back then, I'm like, I was like, oh my God, that would be the dream. But I never thought that dream would like come true. You know, I hoped, I prayed, but <laughs> it didn't happen. And then it did. I'm like, oh my God, you know, so like Katy Perry has like teenage dream, you know, the song that's like, every time I hear it, I'm like, oh my God, like that's me. <laughs> so, so stupid. So girly, but totally, I loved him. And when I finally got to be with him, it was amazing. But, you know, I have these other marriages because, like I've talked about in previous episodes, for me, um, when I was growing up, you know, I had it, like, pounded into my brain that the right thing to do when you're in a relationship is you get to a certain point and get married and you have kids. Oh, that's what you do. That's just, that's what you do. And my first marriage, we were together and I remember actually how you proposed to me, which was not romantic at all. He goes, what do you want? I said, well, I want to be married, you know, that's a fucking 18 year old kid. So he proposed to me. And we got married and I had like the whole like princess dress and got married on a golf course type situation. And things got difficult and I bolted, you know, cause that's, that's, I mean, that's how I am. If things get hard, I tend to not deal with it and leave. I don't need to put up with your shit. I don't even want to deal with my own shit, you know? And then, um, I met my second husband, actually when I was with my first and nothing happened and I, uh, we got separated and then I got with my second and I think we were together for, I don't know, six months and then I got pregnant and I was not really wanting to be a mother ever. I wanted to like travel the world and be a starving artist because I, you know, I draw and paint and write poems and all that. I wanted to be like a beatnik is what I wanted. And so I got pregnant and it is what it is. Like I 
was excited and um so we stayed together until he was about two and about a couple months before that I got what I saw Jared again you know after a couple years not seeing each other and he had been married too and he had had a daughter and she actually was um born Adrian was born November of my oldest was born November of 2003 she was born June of 2003 so they're not very far apart in age so when we got together, he had a two-year-old, I had a two-year-old. It was perfect. And as soon as we got together, it was, that was it. That was it. Um, we never spent more than a day or two apart. He was, you know, he had just gotten a divorce. I had just gotten a divorce. It was just so strange how perfect the timing was because he had a child the same age as mine and they had gotten married around the same time that me and my ex got married um, and divorced around the same time. It was very strange how it all kind of came together. And, I mean, we weren't together a day or two and I unloaded on him. I'm like, look, this is my crazy. And I told him, you know, I have an eating disorder and this is, this, 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 you know. And he unloaded his crazy on me. And I'm like, I'm, you know, your crazy fits my crazy. Let's do this. You know, it's fine. I've been wanting to date you since I was 16. So <laughs> he was 18. I was 16. He was 18. And so we've never really been apart for very long, you know, by our choice. And so it's going on 15 and a half years now. And we got pregnant. So we started dating in February. 2006, I got pregnant. I found out I was pregnant on Mother's Day, which is May of the same year. So everything happened very quickly, you know. So we have, uh, he has his daughter, I have my son, and we have one together. So his, mine, and ours. But it's not like that. We don't look at it like that. It's, it's all ours, you know. We have three children together. So, I was watching this video by Lauren Preach, and this is a man who's been married for, you know, Abba was interviewing a man who's been married for 21 years. And he said that, you know, we have gone through two, three years of hardship together. And our marriage isn't just our marriage. It's also our children, family, legacy, community. You know, marriage isn't just about you. And that kind of hit home to me because marriage is hard. And I think that, um, like I said, this is my third marriage. And when I was 18 was my first marriage. And then I got married again when I was 20. I thought, like a lot of women, and maybe even men, I don't know, but you grow up thinking, even when you grow up and your parents' marriage isn't great, you still have this, like, hope that you're going to get into a relationship with someone where everything is easy. Oh, you know, they're my soulmate, so they should just know 
how I feel and you know they'll be able to finish my sentences and blah 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 no 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 that's not how any of this works that's not how any of this works and I've you know been in a relationship with my husband like I said for 15 and a half years and I've had many single friends and I see them get into relationships with a really good guy and they'll break up a couple months later and I'm like what the fuck why did you break up with him well he didn't do so and so or such and such and I'm like girl I'm thinking to myself you have got a lot to learn like it's that's the thing is that <clears throat> you're in a relationship with another human and we're all fucking messy as shit like we're so messy and you are taking on not just this person and their so called positive traits you're taking on a human being who has been through a lot of stuff most likely until they get to you You've got upbringing, you've got possible trauma, you've got teenage years, maybe college years. You've got a lot of time, decades, before they get to you. So you have no clue. They could tell you what's happened, but you have no clue truly how that's affected them until you get into a relationship with them. Because the thing about being in a relationship with someone is that they will unload on you. Because they feel like, and I've told my husband this plenty of times, you're my best friend because you know me better than anyone. Period. I can be my worst with you. I can be crazy, spontaneous, boring, all of that with you. Because you understand it. You know me. You know me inside and out. Literally. <laughs> so. You can't do that with someone. Though. If when the. Path gets a little rocky. All of a sudden you're like. Bailing. And I can say this because like I said. My first two marriage, I, marriages I bailed. I'm like oh sh. It's not fun no more. I'm done. I'm over it. And like. I don't necessarily believe in everything happens for a reason, but kind of does in this situation because if I wouldn't have married my first two husbands, I wouldn't be with the man I lusted for when I was 16 years old. <laughs> you know, thank God for that. And I wouldn't have my son, my oldest either, you know. So you can, I mean, it's probably just a casual case of events but those happen for those the, that's what caused me to be here you know it those random cases of events got me here to be with the man that I always wanted to be with and also I got you know an amazing son out of an, a relationship that wasn't great and then I got also a bonus daughter because I'm with the man I always wanted to be with and we had an amazing child together so I don't regret anything about my past ever because it got me here and I'm not the happiest person I'm not the most successful person 
But I'm here with three amazing children and a man that I've always like looked up to and always wanted to be with since I was 16. I'm almost 38, so I think I'm doing pretty well for myself. But marriage is really hard, and I think here's the thing is that I think I know with women, we have this list of, okay, well, this is a deal breaker, and this is a deal breaker, this is a deal breaker. And you always look for red flags. So I think it was second or third date with my husband, and I wanted to tell him so badly that I loved him. Like, I loved him. And date, I mean, like, we actually went out. We had been together for probably several weeks. But we had been hanging out at our friend's apartment. Practically living there. And we, hindsight, probably should have paid some rent or some bills or something. Because <laughs> our kids would also come and hang out, too. <laughs> Sorry, Holly. But, <laughs> so we actually went out. And we're having fun, like playing golden tea and playing like the bowling game that's similar to golden tea. And I want to tell him so badly that I love him, you know. So I'm a girl. So I go to the bathroom and I call my friend Holly, my sister. I'm like, I want to tell him I love him so badly. She's like, just fucking do it then. I'm like, no, because I go, Holly. I've been divorced twice. Twice. She's like, uh, and? I'm like, well, there's got to be some red flags here. There's something I'm not seeing, you know. He's not the perfect man. She's like, no one's perfect, Jenny. There's no fucking red flags. Go tell him you love him. Leave the bathroom now. Hang the phone up. I'm like, no, we got to talk through this. No, hang the fucking phone up. Go tell him now. Because we both... She had worked with me too. So we had known Jared for, you know, several years. And so I did. I left the bathroom. And I went and we were playing. I think we were playing a game of Golden Tea. Because I stopped playing. We stopped playing the bowling the bowling game. Because if you know what that game is, you have to, like, hit the ball with the, your hand. Like, you have to roll it up. And I was hitting it so much because I was so drunk that my hand was bruised. So we were playing Golden Tea instead. So I went back and it took me like five minutes, but I told him, I said, you know, I, I, I love you. Like, I, I really love you. You make me so happy. And I don't think I've ever been this happy in my entire life. And he said, I've been just waiting. I've been waiting for you to tell me that because I love you too. I'm like, son of a bitch. She was right. You know? And it's been me and him together ever since you know we just we've been there to support each other no matter what and I feel like that's what marriage is supposed to be it's not this when the road gets rough or whatever and I know people say that shit all the time but as someone who's been with someone for as long as I have I'm telling you that you're gonna have a year or two of just not necessarily get along and I'm not saying every day of that year or every day of those two years you're gonna fucking hate each other no you'll have the days where you're just like cuddling with each other and loving each other but you're gonna go through those spots of just difficulty 
And to think that you could live with someone for the rest of your life and think that you're not going to have that is fucking bullshit and it's just being naive. If you think that that's the way it is, that's bullshit. Like, you can't even live with your parents and they're not being bullshit at some point. And that's how it is being married to your best friend. And that's how it should work. I think you should be friends with someone and then marry, like, and then start a relationship. I don't think you should start a relationship and then be friends. It's a little bit difficult. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. My sciences are killing me. But when you can be completely and totally stripped down, bare, naked, honest with someone, it's going to get messy more than it normally would, be, in my personal opinion, because you can be just volatile as shit with this person I'm not saying that's right but that's what you do you go home and unfortunately you vent and sometimes you vent a little bit too quote unquote a little vent a little too hard and you take it out on them but that's just kind of how it is and that's what I I see anyways is you know I I take that as kind of like an honor I think it's kind of beautiful that you walk around on this earth and you kind of keep a part of you hidden, you know? But when you get home, no matter where that is, and that person that you love the most in the world is there, you feel like you are allowed to unleash who you are. And it might not be the nicest, it might not be pretty, but to me that is gorgeous especially if they allow you to do that and me and Jared allow each other to do that I think that's a beautiful thing like you trust me so much that you can be disgustingly ugly with me you can say that all the nasty shit you want to say about people you can you know vent you know share your frustrations your aggression whatever and I'm here to listen. And I think that's gorgeous. I think it's a beautiful type of relationship to have. I think the relationship you should worry about is when someone comes home and they act like everything's fine. Because it means they're not being honest with you. Total honesty, complete transparency is not pretty. It's very disgusting. It's grimy. It's ugly. If you are not willing to deal with the griminess and the ugliness of complete and total transparency, then you should not get married. Because marriage is hard and dark and disgusting at times. I'm not saying it doesn't have the beautiful, glorious moments, because it does. But there are times where it's 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 not always the latter. There'll be days where it's like, Am I just your fucking roommate? What the fuck is going on right now? Like, you're not even around. You're not even checking in. Like, what's going on? But then they will show that side to you of, I don't fucking know. Like, what the fuck? I just just can't. And then you can break through that wall. That's the thing about being married is that you're constantly breaking through walls. You're constantly peeling layers back of someone. It's not going to always be pretty. I guess it depends on it depends on what your definition of pretty is. But I think it's pretty when someone actually shows their true self. Like when Jared sits down and actually opens up to me. 
and it can be awful and horrible and disgusting, but not to me because I'm getting to know more about him as a person, how he thinks. And that's the thing about marriage is you're constantly almost relearning someone because people change all the time. I'm not the same person I was five days ago. Shit. You know what I mean? Like you learn something new. You get new information. Opinions change. Things change, you know? So things can can get a little exciting and things can get a little stale. But that's on you, right? It's depending upon what you want. And not always what you want, too. Because you're dealing with another human being. And what you want and what they want can be two totally different things. But you have to learn that it's not all about you. That's all marriage is. It's a couple. And so you have to understand that the integrity of your marriage is not based upon how you feel. The integrity of your marriage is based upon the bond you have within each other. That's it. Are you willing to go to bat for this person? Are you willing to understand what they are going through and mentally and physically and emotionally and spiritually? Are they willing to go to bat for you? Are they willing to try and sit down and understand you? mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, then you're, you're fine. You got it. You got it. As long as you understand that you're dealing with another human being, you ain't pretty. You ain't always nice and pretty. You are crazy too. And they're going to be crazy as well. That's it. Just pat, like having a passion for the person you're with. Like this is my person and I will fucking kill another motherfucker who hurts them and that's how I feel but that's not everybody (laughs) I mean when someone hurts someone I love my first instinct isn't to go to the person I love and be like are you okay do you need like a tissue my first instinct is who fucking hurts you and go chase them and beat the fuck out of them like that's 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 not normal though but my first instinct is to not actually take care of you emotionally because I think you got it but I'm going to try to rectify the situation. Because I think we can all kind of help each other out. But you, you've got this. Like, you don't always need me. We don't always need each other. But I'm here if you do need me. And if you need me with a baseball bat, I got that too. And I feel like that's how a marriage should be. Like, you should be able to go home and be like, you know what? If someone's a dick to me, I know my, my spouse has got me. Like, I don't, I don't need to explain anything to them I know they got me but also marriage is a learning situation as well so you can go home and be like so and so said this and this and they're like well okay what was the what's the context of why did they say that well I did this well you fucked up you shouldn't have said that well that's not right no you fucked up and that's another thing about marriage is it's not just sticking up for someone but it's also telling them like you fucked up. What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, stop being a dick. Or get the fuck up and do this or that. It's it's living with an, again, living with another human being. So you have to be able and open to defend them, but also teach them about things. Because we don't always see when we're fucking up. We don't always see when we say things, our inflection or... You know how we 
look when we roll our eyes because a lot of times we roll our eyes we don't even fucking know it i'm like what the fuck was that what do you mean you just rolled your eyes at me no i didn't uh yeah you just fucking did oh shit Mm, i didn't mean to no you didn't mean to but you did well yeah i did because you're fucking talking way too much right now can you just give me a fucking minute that's normal that's normal i feel like people think that marriage is this fairy tale and it's not at all at the end of the day i'm gonna end on this at the end of the day marriage is your crazy matches my crazy and i will be there for you in any way in any form shape possible that you need me and my love for you will never diminish because of something that you might say or you know do that's you know in the scope of whatever but i'm gonna, i'm going to be there for you to defend you i'm going to be loyal to you and i'm going to love you period and i hope that you'll do that too and if you pick the right person who's your best friend then you know they will you will walk into the trenches together and that's what you should do you should walk into the trenches hand in hand knowing that you have your battle buddy next to you 